Hey, folks, we have another big dog guest, a man's world guest. Uh, we have uh, Colonel Austin Bay. Uh, Colonel Bay is a retired uh, colonel. Uh, he is an author. He has uh, written several nonfiction books as, as well as fiction books. And he is an expert on uh, many things, as even has written a book on Ataturk, uh, <laughs> which uh, uh, Kemal Ataturk of, uh, of Turkey. Okay, so uh, we're going to welcome him. His his latest is Cocktails from Hell, and he's laying out five uh, very, very complex uh, situations in the world today. And so, uh, Colonel Bay, thank you so much for joining us. Well, Brother Craig, uh, thanks for having me. I, uh, I was... Uh I did right out five years active duty in the in the 70s, and then was in the reserves another 27 years in the army, uh, and I made uh, two wars uh, as a as a reservist. So I just uh, mentioned that. I'm, but I've also uh, have, as you said, uh, published widely in the national security uh, field. I write a nationally syndicated uh, national security uh, column for Creator Syndicate out of Los mm-hmm. Angeles and have since 2000. So I'm, I'm, I'm very active in it. And among guys, besides having uh, been a reservist uh, serving in well, yeah. several higher headquarters, uh, at one time I was a, a special consultant in strategic wargaming in the SecDef's office. That was mm-hmm. for about four years from the oh, 80s okay. to the early 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I lived out in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, I um had I, I, I became friends with uh, an elderly uh gentleman who is probably now uh like a father almost, you know, and he's a mentor to me and he's an expert in strategic indirect warfare. And and so your book interests me from that perspective, not so much for the um, the potential minor uh, situations, you know, not to minimize anything, but you know, Congo, Korea, um, things like that. But for the for the uh, for the chess match with America, China, Russia, okay, um, true or false? Do do does Russia and China have a supersonic missile that America has no defense for? You know, how in the heck could I possibly answer that with any certainty since I don't uh, sit on top of the uh, top secret intelligence anymore? Yeah. Well, these are the types of things. And and look, that's good, Brother Craig. So I can not only give you an honest and direct answer. Yes. I'd also just put this perspective uh, on you. There really isn't a weapon out there that can't be countered. If you know about it, which is why everybody spends so much time on intelligence and trying to obtain intelligence and right. analyze it. Let, let, let me respond to what you said about your, your friend who had a lot of experience, and you called it indirect warfare. Yes, yeah, strategic indirect warfare. All right. It's, it really, it's nothing new. Covert operations, mm-hmm. propaganda operations uh, are as old as there were people who could spread gossip and lies and tr- to try to undermine uh, a neighboring uh, city-state. Yeah, Song Zhu, 2,500 years ago. <laughs> I don't look, go 2,500, uh, 3,000, 3,500 years. And I make that clear, both in the introduction and the first chapter. I'm not just talking, in the five wars that I have uh, discussed, 
I chose them all for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Korean Peninsula. Uh, second is China in the South China Sea, but also China and the Himalayas, because there's still a frozen war in the Himalayas, the 1962 Sino-Indian War, mm-hmm. which uh, Indians and, and Chinese still occasionally shoot at one another. Mm. The third one is Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is Iran and Yemen. If we have time, I'll tell you why I went to Yemen, but basically I think it's more instructive on this type of problems that not just we encounter, but unfortunately, Brother Craig, our children and our grandchildren are going to be dealing with yeah. these types of problems right mm. on for the rest of this century. And then the last one's Congo. You, you said, hey, you, you saw it as, a, as something minor. Well, not uh, not to minimize it, but chi- you know, China is making all kinds. Of, one of my questions that I have here is how uh, China is making overtures, and you laid it out perfectly that there's more to warfare than just a hot shooting war, and the economic Absolutely. aspect, the diplomacy aspect, and that China is all over Africa in the third world, whereas we spend more money. China seems to be building more infrastructure and relationships with an eye on the year 2049, their 100th anniversary. That is, and that's where their so-called bridge and uh, uh, road initiative mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, where they're supposed to have a, a, grand, uh, a grand triumph that they are the world's largest and most powerful and the hegemon of the entire planet. Look, right, right now, China is the imperialist in sub-Saharan Africa. And the reason I use Congo, though, Congo mm-hmm. has some of the most valuable and richest critical mineral deposits on the planet. No matter what goes on, there's going to be some outside power or outside interest that is going to take a position and be willing to mm-hmm. fight for access in, in Congo. And I decided... To use Congo and its minerals instead of someplace like Venezuela and its oil, because oil is written about all the time. Congo yeah. is a bit more obscure. Yeah. Plus, it was an opportunity to talk about the complex uh, tribal politics uh, of sub-Saharan Africa, and I'm I'm using that nearly uh, uh, descriptive because I get asked frequently since I write a lot about sub-Saharan Africa. Now, can you hold? Can you hold over? Could could you hold over for one more segment, please? You bet. Okay, great. All right, folks. If you're just joining us, we have Colonel Bay here, and we're talking uh, military matters here. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here with our guest, uh, Colonel Austin Bay. And uh, 
Colonel Bay, thank you for staying over, but we only have about three minutes uh, before we're going to go to the top of the hour news break. So real, real quick, the uh, a couple of these that you have in your in your book here, um, namely China and Russia, the uh, as as related to the uh, the tribal politics in these United States. Uh, Bill. Yeah. Bill. Bill Clinton. And his money man, Terry McAuliffe, and the the largest donor to the Democrat Party, uh, Bernie Schwartz, owner of Laurel Corporation, uh, transferred uh, sensitive technology to China at a point when their nuclear-tipped missiles were falling into the ocean, okay? Obama transfers billions of dollars to a nation that this government says is the number one sponsor of terror in the world, and Hillary and Obama uh, strike a deal with a Canadian company with the Uranium One, which had a net result of transferring 20 percent of America's uranium capacity to Russia. And in exchange, the Clinton Foundation received a $140 million uh, donation. And these little sissified Republicans, I don't hear them screaming this from the top of their lungs. No one has ever uh, been even investigated for any of this, let alone have an orange jumpsuit on with a number on their chest. What is wrong with this picture, sir? How can we survive with this type of treachery in our government? How in the heck can I give you a decent answer in less than three minutes, brother? That's not tossing it back at you. In some degree, throughout this book, I deal with... Uh, both criminal uh, theft, uh, financial crimes, influence operations. Look, whether it's a mixed drink or a geostrategic policy, a cocktail is a combination, combinations mm-hmm. of power. And if you have corrupt individuals, I do think that deal, when you're talking about the Chinese long march uh, ICBMs, that Laurel technology was uh, extremely valuable, is what I understand over the years, mm-hmm. in improving their, their, their ability. What was the deal behind it? Uh, there's a lot of information out there to suggest that it should have been investigated and it should not have ever taken place. Mm-hmm. That said, where, where's, the next, where's the next move with it? What, do I think Uranium One is questionable? I think the deal should never have been uh, have been made, but you you look at at some of the things, and I, I'm getting, I realize this gets extremely political, and I'm mm-hmm. shy from it. And, but the deal is is that the U.S. has not effectively used its economic power, and uh, uh, the economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we got thirty seconds. Strength, mm-hmm. uh, our financial strength is, can be used as a weapon, and right now the Trump administration is using it against China for all of the rapacious activities We're good. China has had in stealing technology. Yeah, well, so that's, can be done. that's great. I wish we had more time. Maybe we can book you again, sir, because this is great. The book is Cocktails from Hell. The author is Colonel Austin Amazon. Bay. Yes. Get it on Amazon, folks. Amazon, right. folks. We, and, we'll, and we'll have it on our website. Thank, thank you so much, sir. 